The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And here we are, another opportunity to create the career in life that you love. And if you've been following my work, welcome back. If you're brand new, hello there. I want a secret for you. When we create the life, the career in life that you love, we always go to the life part first. We always go to the soul, the soul of the matter. Today, we're going to be talking about clearing up your confusion, otherwise said as how the mind gets in the way of your true soul self. What goes on in the mind is typically something that is conflicting and battling with the best parts of you, the soul And so many people out there are living in their heads. You'll know who you are as we get into this topic. I have invited my director of coaching for my kick-ass career workshop, Jean Callahan, to join me. Hello, Jean. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks, Mo. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm looking forward to having this conversation, Jean, because um, you and I do so much transformational work together in our uh, workshop, um, helping women basically the hell and the pain of what's not working in their career, which really kind of reflects into their life as we know. And we bring them forward into their beautiful, divine, soulful self. And then voila, uh, we give them the tools for the career stuff. And it just, it just happens so beautifully in, in so many ways. Today's topic is one of the things that we see most often holding our ladies back in forming themselves. And, you know, so often people say, Hey Mo, you know, I, I, I love your podcast. I love your radio show. Your blog posts are so inspiring when you're on Facebook live, it's all great. But really we know that being inspired is totally different than being transformed. And, and that's why we do the deep work that we do as coaches, because it's nice to inspire people. It's great. And I hope everyone who's listening here is going to feel better and, and have some takeaways But the honest truth is really this, unless you dive in and get someone who's going to pull you forward into your most awesome version of you, there's going to be a big thing that's going to get in the way. And on my five shifts to bring your soul to work to land your dream job free webinar, which by the way, if you haven't seen my webinar, you can go to mofall.com slash class. I'm going to teach you the five shifts that you have to make in order to open your soul back up and get out of the same old, same old that's, that's possibly causing lifelong problems for you. So, um, Jean, when we work with women, um, in our, in our workshop, there's some, some themes that come through pretty often. And the biggest theme and the thing I want to talk about today and dive in with you is this whole idea of, of the mind creating such massive confusion and stories that pull us away from our best selves. Let's talk a little bit about why this happens. 
Why in the world, when we are beautiful, soulful creatures when we're born, why, why do we, as we get into our adulthood, start living differently? What's, what's going on there? Give us the insight from how energetically uh, this happens. Yeah, so um, most of us on this beautiful planet, as we go mm -hmm. through our childhood, adolescence, adulthood, we have life experiences. Some of them happy, wonderful, joyous ones. Some of them painful, traumatic, and challenging ones. And so what our mind does, um, you know, which is kind of based in wanting us to stay in the, the known and the certain and the predictable, is our mind will create beliefs and stories around what's possible or not possible based on our past experiences. And so then we carry those past experiences forward with expectations and assumptions of what we can do or not do. And then we live within the confines of those belief structures and those stories. Right. And usually those, um, those belief structures are structured in a way that it protects our heart. It protects us from getting hurt again or if it's a positive one, it actually creates this expectation that we might feel the same way again if that same experience would appear. And we keep looking for that same experience to reappear because I want to feel good. And we make everything conditional. Yes. Let's talk about the, the structure that we create with our stories that protects our heart. Let's talk about how that starts to happen. Yeah. So um, if it if it is a, a traumatic experience or if it's a challenging experience uh, and we and we go through pain and we go through suffering or we go through a loss or grief, um, then we will put up almost like a, a defense um, so that we don't have to ha go through that experience again. And so then we will live in a story that may be something like, um, oh, I don't know. Um, I am I, I can't do this job or. I can't be in a relationship with this type of person because it was painful in the past. Or we may put up a story or a belief that uh, I'm not worthy of love if we didn't get love as a child or if we had uh, a painful experience. And so then we'll, we'll create these beliefs around um, what we deserve. Uh, if it's a, a positive, happy experience, as you were talking about, you know, maybe it's, well, um, in order for me to feel happy, it must be this way. When we know that there are infinite possibilities out there, and we can have that same, we can get into that same feeling state, that same vibration, that same um, happy, wonderful, emotional state, all kinds of ways. But because we had this one particular experience where we keep searching for that and keep searching for that one thing. Exactly. And, and those um, structures, whether they be uh, commitments of belief about what it's going to take for us to be happy, or whether it's going to be commitments about how we have to protect ourselves from getting hurt again. If my boss doesn't uh, look at me the right way or give me the special project, I'm going to be unhappy and it's going to hurt me. So I'm just going to block a wall off and I'm not even going to try. Or yeah. that happened to me a year ago or two years ago and I'm certain it's going to happen again. So I'm just going to block myself off and I'm going to become lesser of me. When we repress those feelings of disappointment and hurt, which mimic the things that we have felt all of our, all our life long, we continue to repress the feeling because we don't like the feeling. We can't, 
we feel like we can't handle the feeling. So our mind takes it over and says, oh, doesn't this feel horrible? Let's create a meaning around it so we know what it is and how to handle it. So the meaning is I'm not worthy of special projects or bosses are horrible people. So we have to create mm-hmm. some type of thing that makes that feeling that we don't like make sense to us. And just by the virtue of the fact that we make it make sense to us means that we intellectualize it and craft that story. And then it gets shoved down. And Gene, once all these things get shoved down over our lifetime, what invariably is happening to our soul at that point? Oh, it's getting covered up and covered mm-hmm. up and covered yeah. up and covered up. And so, you know, what, what we need to do is find a way to tap back into it. So our soul doesn't go anywhere. Our soul, our soul is still that beautiful, divine part of us that always has been and always will be. And so it's about um, gaining access back to it. Right. So great. Yeah. Um, we have a caller, Jean. So uh, Demela um, called in. And Demela, what can we help you with today? You have a question for us? Demela, can we? There we go. Demela, hello. We have a question. Hello. Do you listen? Hi. You, you want to just listen uh, to the show, or you want to? You have a question for us? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's uh, been going through different times, and my life is uh, deep in, like you said. Uh, how 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 we can face all these. Um, uh, situation that we the negative that you've been around at work and people uh, the situation in general is going uh, it's difficult right now and um, and even though you pass through lifetime uh, phases so times that are very uh, traumatic how in deep end you can go and brace yourself to the point that you can start all over again and continue going with mm-hmm. um, more clear mind. Well, here's, here's, um, here's kind of how that works. Now, let me, let me just preface this by saying this. If you have deep feelings, deep experiences, there may be some other uh, uh, experts that you might want to tap into to, to handle this, but let me just describe uh, in general how to open the soul back up. So when we have uh, the, the time and the space, which we typically advocate doing meditation in the morning, we, have, we are opening the time and the space for us to connect with our, our divinity, our source, and opening the soul to free it up a little bit, to have it flow a little bit. And so as we get into a state of quietness, it doesn't even have to be anything fancy, no meditation fanciness, just uh, quietness and calming the body down with easy breathing. We now allow the nervous system to relax just a little bit so that we can open ourselves up and let the energy of the soul flow through us just a little bit more. And when we do that, we are allowing it to flow more than normal. And what happens is it begins to bump against the feelings 
that are stuck in there, just like a river would be flowing against rocks that would be in the riverbed. So when we spend time in meditation, we allow the flow of our beautiful soul, and then it might hit something. And a lot of the clients we work with, when they begin to have a daily practice of meditation, along with the other work we do in our workshop, um, they'll tell us that the first couple of times that they meditate, or maybe even uh, several weeks into it, they begin to, to cry spontaneously while they're in their meditation, and they don't even know why. And Jean and I know why, because we understand the process, and that is that we are literally hitting up against an emotional pattern, and because we're allowing the flow of our soul to come back, it is flowing through that pattern and releasing it a little bit at a time. And sometimes when we open ourselves up to that flow on a regular basis, daily we encourage, that flow starts to flow through a lot of the stuff that's in there. And you see, the, the myth of our feelings is that we are, most of us human beings were raised by people who told us not to feel what we were feeling in a variety of different ways. Unfortunately, that's what does the damage. If we feel the feeling and allow it to come up, we don't have to act on it. In order to feel a feeling, you do not have to act on it. See, most people are like, well, if, I'm, if I feel anger and if I get angry, like you don't have to act angry just because you have the feeling in your body. And if you are aware and if you are practiced at this, you are the master of your emotions rather than your emotions being the master of you. And most people are living life being mastered by their emotions. And because they can't live life that way, they have to push it down. What we do is help people learn how to let the soul's energy flow back up through those emotional uh, boulders inside of us and begin to be the master of our feelings. I have a woman right now in the workshop, and I'll let Jean talk about this in a second as well. Her company's going through a buyout. They're being bought out. It's a very traumatic thing for a lot of the employees. And as normal, uh, corporations just kind of usually stumble all over themselves when they're doing a buyout or a merger of any kind. So it's a stressful situation. And, and she said to us the other day, had she not been in our workshop, she would be reacting Reacting, 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 reacting. So that but energy still there. Yeah, it would be it would be worse. So now, since she's able to understand how to be more of an observer of what she's feeling, she doesn't have to react. And now she can actually be the leader that she wants to be in this situation. She can be the support and 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 safe, secure leader of of the team as they're going through this difficult time. And that's what we want to do. And that's how we want to clear up the confusion of life is by allowing ourselves to have the power of feeling our feelings and being able to make decisions. Do I want to do something with this feeling? Do I want to let it flow through me? Do I want to park it somewhere? What do I want to do with this? And our, our, our soul is, is always feeling something. Jean, you have something you want to add to that? 
Yeah, actually. So, um, and this kind of relates back to the whole um, meditation piece as well, um, is that when we give ourselves that quiet time and space, what we're really doing is we're, we're pulling our consciousness out of our head and back mm-hmm. into our heart and back into our body. And mm-hmm. when we do that, when we get out of the head, it's creating these yes. stories, it's creating the confusion. We're also getting out of judgment. And so to your point a minute ago when you said, you know, um, most of us have been raised and, and conditioned to um, judge the way we're feeling and to, you know, I should feel this way or I should not feel this way um, or whatever the case may be, um, mm-hmm. that we are, we're bypassing our head, we're bypassing those judgments. And then, as you said, we yes. can, we can let them flow. We can choose to do something with them or not reflect on them or just kind of let them flow and then go on to the next one. And so I think getting out of our head is, is getting out of those judgments as well. Excellent, excellent point. Uh, Damela, does that help you out in what your question was? Uh, yes, perfectly. I'm uh, going through exactly the same way my company and the where I work for um, oh. also going through that, that same transition. So this is answered me perfectly. Thank you so much, both of you. I really You're welcome. It. You're welcome. Well, thanks for calling in. And if you haven't seen my, uh, my five shifts to bring your soul to work webinar, feel free to log into your computer or your smartphone yes, at mofall.com Mo- uh, Mo- slash masterclass. Yeah, put that in there and uh, happy to, to help you out with some other things um, that can be helpful to you. Let's go ahead and, and see if we can talk to the caller, Mita. Mita, hello. How are you? And welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. Uh, so um, it's great. I saw your email pop up this morning. And I was like, oh, my God, this is <laughs> this is great because I've been trying to answer this confusion question for myself for a while. I do have a okay. meditation practice. I am very um, aware of my thoughts, but okay. um, you're right. You're absolutely right that the mind can start to intellectualize and mm-hmm. make logic around something that can be completely irrational. The situation mm-hmm. is I'm a writer. I'm a creative writer. And okay. at the same time, I'm um, a political advocate. And okay. I'm reaching a crossroads in my work where I, um, I, I've been um, accepted to this graduate program for political okay. communications that starts in the fall. And I'm just mm-hmm. starting to write my new draft for a novel. And okay. part, part of me is like, oh, my God, what am I doing? I need to choose one way. And that uh. causes a lot of um, angst in me a lot of mm-hmm. unhappiness. So then mm-hmm. I go to, how do I do this? And then, and then I'm also reaching this third state where I'm just trying to stay really relaxed about all of it. So I mm-hmm. do have confusion around this crossroads and yeah. what, yeah, go ahead. Sure. So, um, just a few, a few questions for you. So typically when, um, when we hear, uh, one of our clients talking about something very similar to what you're describing, usually the mind is going to some conclusions that are, um, that are, uh, stories that we're making up about the future. Mm. Is it, is it possible that you are projecting out there and trying to figure stuff out that might not be necessary to figure out? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I think okay. I, yeah, I, I feel maybe I'm overwhelmed and I may not be able to handle the commitments because mm-hmm. I also have a family. 
So, okay. but I have a ton of support and my family's very supportive. So that's obviously yeah. false. <laughs> so, right. Um, yeah. Right. So yeah. here's the thing. As soon as we feel that fear or doubt come in, the, the nervous system and our mind go into cahoots to create a story that matches what we know to have been true about another story we told ourselves. So mm, it's, yeah. it's basically like pushing the button. Oh, I know this feeling of fear. Click. This is when I get overwhelmed. This is when stuff doesn't go right. This is when I can't handle it. This is when I failed the math class when I was in third grade. This is when I screwed up on blah, 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 blah. Every feeling that has that same vibrational frequency rushes in and we're in a state of overwhelm because now we have literally mm. started playing 17,000 tapes that are buried in there. But that radio channel is all about that. Um, let me, let me have my, my, my colleague Jean tap in and we, I don't want to let, let you go until we help you uh, sort through this. Cause we got some solutions for you, Jean. What else um, can you tell me about what's probably going on right there? Um, yeah, so um, definitely uh, when, when you start to look at, you know, um, well, I could do this or I could do that, we get into that dichotomy, that either or mindset. Um, and one of the things I love to, you know, coach our clients on is can, can we reframe this into a both and? Can I do both this and that? Can I be both a wonderful mom and have a great family and be a creative writer and have my um, political advocacy issues you know, going smoothly? Um, that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is um, when we which go. Which, by the way, mind, is a new, you know, a new, which, by the way, is installing a new belief, Mita. So go ahead, correct. Jean, keep going. You're, you're awesome. Yes. Yes, installing a new yeah. belief. And, and, then, and then when we go and when, as Mo mentioned, you know, when we go and start pushing those buttons and, oh, I know how this feels because I've experienced that. Again, we're pulling on our past experiences. And um, uh, I like to use this analogy. If you've ever invested in um, any kind of um, financial vehicle, a stock or a bond or uh, anything like that, they always have a disclaimer on there that says past performance is not indicative of future results. And so I love to carry that with me too, that just because this went this way before doesn't mean it's going to go this way now unless I attach meaning to it and I carry that forward with me. So it's about being able to kind of stop the story, push the pause button as you're pushing play on all these different tapes and stories and beliefs to push the pause button and then to carry a new story with you, a new belief with you. Um, and the other thing, so, thanks, Jean. Okay. So when Nita, I want to add one thing. I want to add one thing to what Jean said, and then I'll have you pipe in. Sorry. What Jean's talking about in pushing the pause and crafting a new story, you also want to make sure that you're feeling the feeling in the moment and you're not pushing it back down because that keeps pushing the play button. Feel the feeling. Yeah. If, you feel, and, and, and if you're feeling you a little can, anxious, yeah. feel it. Feel it. Feel the feeling. Let yourself, let your body... Feel the uncomfortableness for a few seconds or a few minutes. It will dissipate when you allow yourself to feel it. But when you push it back down, it's almost as if you're pushing that play button for that story. Okay? Yes. Yeah. Wow. And you can okay. use the five-minute rule. <laughs> allow yourself <laughs> to feel it for five minutes. Use the five-minute rule. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's How's that work for you, Mita? That, that, that is outstanding. Yeah, that's outstanding. Um, because... It, it was what you said, Mo, like 
yeah, 17,000 tapes get pushed, and mm-hmm. then I go into mm-hmm. analysis paralysis, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and then and then I doubt myself. So correct. I hear and then you make saying. decisions yeah. from doubt, Press and then pause, you're you're done. <laughs> yeah. Let's, sorry. Well, and also too, when when you push We're the pause so button, um, <laughs> uh, yes, when you push the pause button, then you can um, do what we call a pattern interrupt. And so one technique that you might be able to use is to um, think about what your ideal outcome is for that particular situation and then try to get yourself into the feeling state. How is it going to feel when I have my ideal outcome? And that will help you get into that feeling state. So when you push the play button again, you're coming from that place of feeling, that emotional state versus the fear or the doubt or the anxiety or whatever it may be. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's just so it's such a full solution so thank yes. you ladies I really appreciate it Mia You're all the best to you it sounds like you've got yeah, some good you. stuff going that's going to fuel you for a while and uh, keep your talents and your beauty uh, going so please keep shining in the world uh, we all need you to do that uh, so it's really super important which is why we're so committed to the work that we do Gina uh, and I work side by side in my kick-ass career workshop we help women change their lives uh, and they come to us because they're in a little bit of pain. Um, I just wanted to read a couple of comments we had recently, Jean. Um, great coaching call last night. Safe and friendly place to share, learn, and grow. Thank you, Coach Mo and Coach Jean. This is a woman who joined our workshop less than 10 days ago who's already feeling great relief and a great sense of happiness about where she's headed with her career. Uh, someone else who's in the, in the IT world, a uh, software engineer who we both love dearly, uh, yay, I managed today better than I expected, faced my fears of many, many years. I didn't just face, but stood with pride. So happy to feel what it means to stand in your own power. Thank you, Coach Mo, Amy, Jean, and Miliana. And all of those ladies are uh, other beautiful team members on our coaching program. Uh, we change lives every single day in our kick-ass workshop because we're, we're helping women come forward with their soul. And when the soul leads the show, ladies, you have a better life and a better career. We love doing the work that we're doing. Jean and I have been working side by side for almost three years now. We were, uh, we met each other in our coaching certification program. Um, and, and it's a beautiful thing to help women change their lives. We'll be back with the next caller and more of the solutions on how to clear up your confusion and get the mind out of the way. Bring your soul to work. We'll be right back. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall. And I want everyone to love their work. You know, inherently, as a soul being, hanging out in this physical planet and having this experience together, our soul wants to contribute in a meaningful way. It is an inherent desire that we are born with. 
And I have the pleasure of watching what this looks like in the very early phases of life. For those of you who have kids, you've experienced this as well. I have a, a, an adorable granddaughter who is full of joy and happiness and wants to share her blueberries and her pasta and wants to get uh, the person's shoes who are at the front door into their hands and is delighted in contributing. She's not been told to share her blueberries. She's not been told to go get the shoes from the front door and bring them to the person. She inherently wants to contribute. It is a part of our soulful experience in this world. And as we grow in this world, a few complicating things happen to us. Our mind and our brain starts to interpret the things that happen to us, and it gets a little out of control. The soul is the place of your genius zone. For any of you who've ever experienced timelessness and being completely in your zone, you know what it feels like to have your soul be the dominant experience of your life, of those moments. And that's what we're going for 24-7. And it's not impossible. People are like, oh, you can't live like that. That's not reality. It is reality. When you craft the intention to have that be your reality, your soul can come back so brightly and so wonderfully that you're going to stand in your power at work. You're going to do things that are meaningful. And most of the women that Jean and I work with, again, I have my director of coaching, Jean Callahan, here with me on the line, uh, sorting through this most important topic. When you are in a profession, most people's brain and mind and story start convincing them that this isn't for me. I want to do nonprofit work, Mo. I want to open a quilting store for homeless women. Now, all that's perfectly fine. What we find is that when we bring your soul back to life, you actually realize the reason why you went into accounting. You actually realize that the way your brain is is made to work in your genius zone is great at analyzing software and, and creating engineering solutions. You realize that the reason why you got into sales is because you have an outgoing personality and you love meeting people and connecting them with something they want, whether that be a software platform in a business or whether that be a car or whatever it is. We realize in many cases in Gene, um, we can talk about a few clients that are probably popping to your mind who came into our, our kick-ass workshop and before they had the transformational experience of finding their soul again, they were committed and convinced that they needed to A, leave their profession and or B, leave the company that they're in. And in so many instances, once their soul comes back to life, everything changes. Everything changes. And when we contribute at the soul level, even if we're an accountant or an engineer, Everything is better. Everything feels good. And we are better, better people. Jean, I'm going to take the call, Heather, and we'll talk to her and then we'll get more into this. Hello, Heather, and welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work. What can I do for you today? Hi, Mo. I am calling this because I have gone through several major life changes over the past two years. Um, And I've been doing a lot of soul searching and a lot of... um, taking a lot of time for myself and just trying to figure out where I want to go with my life. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know, you know, my company right now is going through major changes. We've had, I've had three bosses in the last year and a half and one just left recently again. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess, you know, I'm trying to decide 
my job is like you were just saying is not fulfilling for me. It's something I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and these life changes, I keep feeling that I need to make a completely different direction in my career, <laughs> but I'm trying to, at that point of, do I stick this role out? Do I go get more education? Mm-hmm. I don't know right. how to make those determinations or where to even begin to decide what's the right move for me. Gotcha. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a, a short solution, uh, but we'll we can <laughs> sort through it a little bit right now. The short solution is you need to book a call with, with me or my, my breakthrough strategist to talk this out and see if we can help you at a deeper level. Cause it sounds like what you got going on is exactly what we fix in our workshop. Um, feel free okay. to book a call at, at mofall.com slash give me clarity. And we can sort it out with you. And if we can help you, um, we'll do that. But let me just, okay. let me just hit a, hit a couple of items that you mentioned for your, your, um, to help you a little bit. And also for the value of people who might be listening to this, because chances are you're not the only one in that situation who's listening to this show right now. Um, we do get external experiences thrown our way. And when they don't feel good, it is absolutely natural and normal to have a stress response that convince us we either need to run the hell away from this or we need to freeze and hide or we need to fight. Those are the three primal stress urges, fight, flight, or freeze. And the nervous system takes over. And when that happens, again, to exactly what we're talking about today, perfect topic for the what we're covering today when the nervous system hits a threshold of uncomfortableness the brain has to interpret it and make sense of it so well if i'm feeling this way it means i must leave if i'm feeling this way it means i'm in the wrong profession if i'm feeling this way it means um i made, I made the wrong choice if i'm feeling this way it means that i did this and now you're in self-judgment and now you're really down the rabbit hole so pulling out all of that junk that you've had to create in order to handle the stress is, is what we do very first in our workshop because you cannot make a decision about your career when this is the dominant force in your life. I'm not saying to quit or anything like that. This is when, we, when you need a, a surgeon, a career surgeon like Gene and I, so that you don't right. make a decision based on the, the feeling state and the stress level that you're in because you will make a wrong decision. It's a guarantee. If you make decisions from a low vibrating place, they're going to be further screw ups along that path for sure. You have to get in a higher state of, of self and soul and awareness for who you are. And then you craft the solution. And then you can say, oh, this is who I really am. Oh, this is what I really enjoy doing. Oh, this is what I'm really good at. Oh, this is my greatest contribution and value in the world to make the most money and and, and I, I always hit someone's nerve when I say that. Well, make the most money as long as I make what I need. No, 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 no. That's not what the soul wants. The soul doesn't like to settle. The soul likes to soar. So those would be some, some things I would just want to put in front of you right now just to kind of like say, Heather, you've got a, you've got a problem. Don't let the reaction to the problem be the solution for you because it's going gonna, it's gonna to kind of like be the wrong thing. Okay. Are you hearing me on that? Because that's sense. yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, and that's where you know, I'm <laughs> kind of trying to talk through this with people because I'm just like, I know, right. I don't right. want to keep making re- repeated mistakes. 
So right. And, and I'm going to toss it to Jean, but I want to say something on talking this out with, with, with friends and family. What's going to happen sometimes when we share our travails with people who love us, or maybe some people who don't love us, but we thought they did, but we don't know what their agenda really is. I'm not, just saying. Um, we provoke their fear. And, and often what happens, too, is that their fear gets glommed on and layered onto our fear, and then we're like, yeah, we, I really need to, yeah, oh, you're so right. It agrees with what we're feeling, so it sounds right. And what mm -hmm. ends up happening is it pushes us further into the pain and fear, and then our brain is convinced of something that might not be a good idea. And, and as an example, we often have women coming into our workshop who have quit their jobs under emotional distress because they couldn't handle what was going on and they didn't have tools and techniques. And frankly, most people who are surrounding our life are, are not trained in helping us sort through things in a way that's going to really elevate ourselves. They're, they're, we're all taught to go from fear, to go into fear. That, that's, that's how we're all raised. I mean, basically, all human beings are raised by people that say, when you're in danger, just go to fear and protect yourself. And that's very primitive, and that's very normal, but it's not the best solution. Jean, you want to add something to help Heather out in this particular situation? Yeah, well, that brings to mind uh, a beautiful quote, too. Um, I, think it was, I think it was Albert Einstein. Uh, I, I could be mistaken on that, which is um, that we cannot solve a problem from the same consciousness that created it. So if we're in a consciousness of fear or doubt or anxiety or uncertainty, we need to get ourselves into a different level of consciousness, a different level of awareness to be able to find um, an appropriate solution that we can't get there from, from there. Can't get there from here. Uh, Heather, is that That's helpful? Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, it does make a lot of sense. And that's, you know, like I said, I'm trying to force myself to slow down a bit and just kind of, Mm -hmm. figure out where I need to go next, but it's just trying to decide that. So, yeah, I will definitely yeah. look yeah. into the clarity book a call. call with us. Yeah, book a call with us. And I'm going to just say, since you um, called on this show, uh, when I see your, your, your name come through in our, in our system, I'll see if I can't uh, find a time to, to grab that call for, and, and directly do your call with you. Okay? Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for calling in. Really appreciate your question. And uh, I know it spoke to a lot of folks probably listening in. Let's take another caller, Jean. We got Susan on the line. Hello, Susan. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work on Unity Radio. What can we help you with? Susan, would you like to ask a question or are you just listening in? Oh, I'm just listening. Okay, no problem, no problem. All right, glad you're here listening. So, Jean, um, you know, similar situations uh, like Heather's we deal with all the time in our workshop, and um, we have techniques and solutions that work really, really well. Let's talk about some of the women who we might know in common who've been through our workshop who unfortunately may have pulled the trigger to quit their job, or in some cases they get fired because the emotional situation has caused them to be less than what they really want to be. And they begin to be a poor performer or the boss starts basically, let's call it this way, disliking them. And now they are on a, a short leash and sometimes that gets snapped. 
So when you're not in your best self at work and you're struggling to, to get out and the mind is crafting all these confusing situations, just talk a little bit about that, Gene, and, and what's, what's going on and, and a little bit about kind of what we do to, to solve that. Yeah, so um, <laughs> uh, we have had many, many, many lovely clients who have been in these exact situations. And um, I, I think um, to kind of go back to what we were talking about earlier, a lot of it is because they have been um, conditioned by um, a bad boss or a bully, or they have been re- repeatedly told over and over again um, that they can't do this or that um, this isn't appropriate. And so they internalize those. They personalize those, those, those thoughts, those judgments of others, those opinions of others, and then it keeps them stuck. And, um, and so I think, you know, one of the great techniques that comes out of the, the coaching, you know, through our workshop is to um, realize that someone else's opinions or someone else's judgments have nothing to do with them. It's all about the other person. So when someone says you should do this or you shouldn't do this or this is good or this is bad, what they're really saying is if I were you, this is how I would be feeling. And so some of the techniques that that we do, you know, throughout our coaching is to help them kind of dissociate or separate um, that just because someone is judging you or someone is telling you about what is right or wrong uh, doesn't have anything to do with you, that that's their stuff and not your stuff. Gene, even if it's your boss. Even if it's your boss. <laughs> Talk about that a little bit. Even if it's your boss. No, I wouldn't say that out loud to my boss. Of <laughs> I course. I would say that in my head <laughs> to myself. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so what we're, what we're talking but, about is basically navigating our emotions, not necessarily yeah. having a confrontation. Correct. Yes. Yes. So if someone is saying, you know, well, Jean, you shouldn't be saying that or whatever. And I know in my soul that this is exactly what this person needs. Um, and the other person is responding to that. And then there's like some third party going, well, no, Jean, you should, you didn't do that spreadsheet correctly, or uh, you shouldn't have said that to, to, you know, our, you know, most valued customer or whatever. Um, you know, again, in my head, I'm saying, that's your opinion. Thank you for sharing. And then what I, the way that I actually would outwardly respond to that person would be, thank you so much. I really appreciate you sharing where you're at with that with me. I, re- I really, that, that's very helpful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm acknowledging so, them. They care enough right. to say something. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, I'm, ign- I'm acknowledging them. Thank you for sharing. And I'm not taking that on for me. I'm not, I'm not creating a belief around that because that's your stuff, not mine. And so what if in that situation, there might be an incompetency or a falling short of what was asked for, et cetera. Let's, let's mm-hmm. navigate the, the split hairs here because this is a very real situation. And it happens every single day, multiple times for most people, even if that's the, the clerk at the grocery store uh, kind of huffing and puffing that you didn't line your groceries up on the conveyor belt properly, any type of sideward glance from anyone can provoke an emotional state that might get us into, I'm not worthy. I'm not enough. I'm upset. I'm going to react to this. And, and the, the physiological response of stress begins. And then like we were just talking with the earlier caller, all of a sudden, every single feeling that felt like that, the play button gets hit 
and now we might mm -hmm. be either out of control or having this emotional response to something small. Um, let's talk through that and sort through that. So when someone says, hey, uh, this spreadsheet isn't exactly what I, what I wanted, I wanted this column and that column, and you start to feel defensive inside, what's that person who's feeling defensive that their work has been criticized? What's, what are they doing right now in, the, in an empowered state? What should they be doing? Yes. So in an empowered state, I go to one of my most favorite mantras, and I'm pretty sure, Mo, it's one of your most favorite mantras as well, which is everything is happening for me, not to me. And so in order to not go into that defensive mode, um, I, I would stop. Before I talk at all, I would just stop, pause, um, and then, okay, so what am I learning from this? okay, so this boss is particular and this boss doesn't have a tendency to give me all the details up front. So then my, react, my response to that may be something like, oh, thank you so much, boss. Thanks for letting me know that. Now I know going forward. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm right. not taking on that I'm not worthy or I didn't do it right. I, I did it the way that I knew with the, the information that I had. And then maybe there's another follow-up. Okay, so... Um, you know, maybe it's happened a couple of two, three times. Okay, hey, boss. Um, so, um, you know, I, I, it would be really helpful for me if you could give me a little bit more structure or a little bit more guidelines within to work so that I can be sure that we don't have to go back and keep redoing this. Again, right. I'm not taking on I'm not good enough, I'm not doing it right. It's finding a workaround, finding a solution so that I can deliver what the expectations are up front. Right. And the 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 real winning uh, uh, environment here is that when we learn how to modulate our nervous system and how to not go into pushing the play button on all the stories, when we are able to do that, and as you know, Gene, this is a skill that has to be developed. And it's what we work on from like day one in our workshop. And probably by week three or four, most of our ladies pretty much have this skill and, and it takes some time to keep it sharp and keep it maintained. When we are able to do that and live that way, the win-win is that now your brain is not in a stress response and you can actually hear your boss and listen to the instructions and the corrections that are necessary for her to be happy with your work and you can receive better information because your brain is not in that stress mode because when it is, you're not listening with all of your capacity. You're not able to take in information. Your filter now of what you're able to receive has just gone from being open to being nearly shut. So it's possible, folks, in listening to what Gene and I are describing as a like life technique, you, you can go to the bank with this. When you get that level of technique of living life empowered and intentional, you will be a better worker, professional, mother, daughter, sister, etc., because your brain will be functioning optimally and your soul energy will be shining forth. The opposite happens for most 99% of the people on this planet where your brain is in stress mode and you're not listening and you're not responding properly. You can't be creative and you're not your brain is not functioning with everything that it has, and the emotion itself is stifling your soul. So when you've got the soul stifled and your brain in stress response, life is horrible. 
Life is horrible there. And yet this is where most people are living their life. And this is why when most people say, life sucks and then you die. Or it's work, that's why it's hard. You know, all of these euphemisms and, and uh, cliches that convince us that the pain we feel and the way we're living our life is normal and this is just what it is. Let me make an announcement, folks. This is not the way you are meant to live your life and it's not the way that you have to live your life. You can learn to empower your soul, bring it back to life, and have an intentional experience in life. And the guarantee I'm going to give you on that, and Jean, we talk about this with the women we work with in our workshop. When you are able to release your soul from being pent up all the decades it has been, your life gets better in every area. You become in a higher vibrational level as a new normal where most women we start working with, their normal is down at, at, at insecurity and unworthiness and, and fear and, and desperation for their life. And, and it is not a great place to live. And it is something that is absolutely fixable. Absolutely fixable. When you're in those low vibrational states, your job's going to suck, your bosses are going to suck, your coworkers are going to suck, and your paycheck's going to be less than it can be. When you change how you vibrate, when you change your soul's life, you change your paycheck, you change your boss, you change your coworkers. As a matter of fact, it's so funny, Jean, you and I know in many of the situations with our women in the workshop, when they get into a higher vibrational status, all of a sudden, miraculously, the boss that didn't treat them well goes somewhere else, leaves, and they have a new boss. We have one woman in the workshop right now, eight weeks into our workshop, um, she thought for sure she was going to have to quit her job. She's a uh, doctoral level education administrator. And lo and behold, new boss. New boss gets her. New boss loves her passion for curriculum development and some specific stuff that she does. Whoa, it's awesome. It's amazing. She's now vibrating up here. And by law, by universal law, everything has to match that. Jean, elaborate on what I'm talking about in your words. Okay, yeah. So in my words, we, okay, we are all energy. Our thoughts mm-hmm. are energy. Our feelings are energy. We are energetic beings. Uh, every other soul on the planet is an energetic being. And we cannot attract and maintain anything in our, in our experience of reality in the world of 3D form that's on a vibrational match. And so as we practice these techniques and as we practice staying in a higher vibrational frequency, if you will, and it's like building up a muscle. And as we practice and we're more consistently staying in a higher vibrational level, um, bosses, bullies, coworkers, um, family members, friends, whoever it is, if they, if they can't ascend to that frequency that you're at, think about it like a radio. You know, so if, if they're all vibrating down here at 92.9 and you're consistently vibrating at like 107.5, then they either will ascend to where you're at or they'll fall away. And we see this all the time, as Mo mentioned, too. We also see, oh, this new, this new position opened up in this other department. And I, I used to work with this woman 15 years ago, and she's advocating for me to come in and join her department. And it's perfect. <laughs> all the time. And it's such a beautiful thing to watch what Jean and I have been practicing ourselves for decades and what we both passionately 
dove into because we wanted other women in particular, we work with only women in our kick-ass workshop, um, to not have the the horror of the journey that woke both of us up. Jean and I are both cancer survivors. And what we learned through that journey is the most powerful ways to live life differently. And now our passion is to share that with other professional women and to allow them to be happy in their profession. You know, there's a lot of things out there. Oh, become a life coach. Oh, become an entrepreneur, laptop lifestyle. We have found that most people, when they find their soul, are in the right profession. Something drew them to that. And Jean, you know, we have some really great techniques in our workshop to really help women marry their soul's true identity with what they do professionally. And sometimes they have to make a pivot, but for the most part, we are able to bring that back together in beautiful harmony and have our women uh, have increases of 20, 30, 40, 50, and, and even more than that thousand dollars a year in, in job growth uh, or changing jobs or getting that promotion. So it's beautiful work that, that we've been able to do together, Jean. I have absolutely loved having this conversation with you on Unity Radio. It's been a blast. Um, Jean and I are usually coaching separately in our different coaching times. So it's always fun to get together with you, Jean. You're, you're an awesome coach. You're an awesome human being. And folks, if you have liked this conversation, if this resonates with you and your career is not what you want it to be, you got to find us at mofall.com slash give me clarity. We'll be back next week for another bring your soul to work episode. But let me tell you this, a radio show can inspire. It cannot transform. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Liz Winter, and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.